All righty, let's just uh, uh, just start out with with something that uh, uh, I, I, I've been wanting to share all these last couple of weeks since I've been uh, had plenty of time to sit around and think about it. <laughs> um, uh, I want to share with you from First John chapter five, and, and one word title for the message today is just overcoming. It's just overcoming. I shared this uh, um, in 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 topic last year when we were talking about toward a new day you know there are new days ahead uh i i, I am somewhat um though aware uh, oblivious <laughs> that, that's contradictory but i am aware but also choose to remain oblivious to 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 the agendas uh of many around me and so when i look at overcoming I want to find out what it is that is God's agenda, what it is that God has set down as an agenda, what God has placed before us and called us to and and expects us to um, to obey and to follow. Okay, so here's the passage. And going back to the, this last song, I jumped up here knowing the first songs, but I didn't know the last song either. But the ancient words is a, is a cool thing. Uh, when he was he was sharing the intro to that, I thought, all right, the spoken word. Everything you see exists by the spoken word of God. And then we gather weekly and we gather daily individually and with others to, to look at the written word of God. And, and then we know, too, that our hope is in the living word of God. <laughs> the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory glorious of the only begotten of the father you see and so the word the, the word of god is eternal uh and and it will never pass away we are told all right so john now i like john uh i'm gonna read the passage and then i'll i'll, I'll dig it in, into it a little bit everyone this is first john chapter five verses one through five everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of him. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey his commands. For this is what love for God is to keep his commands and his commands are not a burden because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. Some translation says overcomes the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Pray with me. God, thank you for this day. Uh, we call it Sunday on a calendar, but, but God, this is the Lord's day. This is your day, God. And we gather in this place to celebrate you, to, to exalt you. We, we want our testimony and indeed our lives to bring you glory. And so God, as we gather in this place this morning, we indeed want to sing our praises. We want to, we want to bow before you in prayer. And, and yet God, even in prayer, we want to ask that you give us ears to hear, not, not my voice, but your voice, God. We, we want to hear from you this morning. Uh, whether, whether we are sitting on our couches like I was last week or whether we're sitting here in the pretty red chairs, God, we want to hear you this morning. We want to understand not simply the what you say, but God, we want to understand your 
will and desire for the impact of your words in our lives. God, I want to be faithful. I want to be obedient. I want to overcome. God, help me to walk so close to you that I don't miss the things that you are doing. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. John, uh, most likely by scholars' standards, the youngest apostle, right? Young guy. Probably at the point where he uh, and his brother came to follow Jesus um, uh, was was a teenager, more than likely a late teen kind of guy, kid, you know, just jumping into the 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 the, the flow of what Jesus was doing and and leaving nets and all that sort of thing, right? And so so John is, is a young guy, and and therefore we know John lives all the way up to almost the turn of the first century, okay. Uh, young guy and 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 alive and 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 really in in relationship with with Jesus, one of those top three. Man, don't you want to be a part of the top three? I mean, just think about it. Man, there, there's twelve of us, and Jesus goes, "You, you, and you. We're going up on the mountain." I'm like, "Yes, right. I, I'm part of them. I'm one of the ones that gets to go up and." And don't, get this, and I'm going to go back to the whole transfiguration thing. I mean, they don't have a clue what they're going up to the mountaintop to see. <laughs> I think that would be like, oh, man, the rest of the guys are sitting down there around the campfire, you know, and, and I'm trudging up the side of this mountain, and all of a sudden, whoo, right? The glory of God, right? See, man, I want to be on the top three. I want to be one of the one of the the, the uh, you know the the first tier. That's what I want to be. And John's one of those young guy. And then and then we get the picture of John at the Lord's Supper, who's who's leaning all up on Jesus. You know, we were talking about this week, and 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 I don't know if Jack will ever watch us. Uh, I mentioned Jack a few weeks ago. Jack was a uh, an engineer up in up in uh, Maryland that I had the privilege of 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 studying the Bible with and, and oftentimes we'd meet at Chili's and eat lots of uh, chips and salsa but um, uh, Jack was one of these people that if you walked up to him I mean if you got he, he, he was like gravity okay you get close to Jack and he's gonna hug you Whoa! Well, well, my wife was uh, the first place I ever was the what you want to you know the pastor, and and there was only like me and a part time secretary on staff. So I mean, it, it, yeah, that's all it was. Uh, Angie was a little kind of, and Jack walked up and just basically grabbed her, squeezed her, and picked her up. And Angie said, "He was in my space." Right, and so we were talking about this yesterday because Jack, well, Jack was the guy that sort of broke down some of that barrier for Angie, right? Well, that, that's old John, man. He's all leaning up on Jesus, right? They, 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 they're reclining around the table. That's John, and so John writes these epistles, and I love what he writes at the beginning of John chapter, First John chapter one. He writes, he says, we write of the things we have seen and heard, and here's the translation, and handled with our own hands. They handled the good news. They handled the gospel. 
John writes his gospel after the first three that are written. That's this John who's writing this right here. And, and at this time that he's writing this, uh, I, I preached all the way through First John one time, and I kept calling him Grandpa John. Because he's the old guy in the room, and there's a whole second generation of Christians now who are gathering around him and sitting at the feet of wizened old John. Right? And, and they're studying the words of John and they're studying the account of John's, uh, walk with Jesus for three years in ministry and they're studying the, the things of John. And so in John chapter five, at the end of this first epistle of John, he says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. See, he's saying, he's making a theological spiritual statement that it's impossible to believe that Jesus is the anointed one, the Messiah, without being born of God. It's not a possibility. God has given to us this faith, this salvation, this redemption, this regeneration. And then he goes on to say, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of him, only begotten. Right? That, that, that's the, the son. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey his commands. Now, here you go. This is, this is going to uh, uh, ring in the hearts of some of John's listeners. Huh. There's a law. We're former Jews or we're completed Jews. Okay? We know how to obey the rules, right? We know how to follow a list. We got 10. We got 613. We can follow the rules, right? So, so when John is communicating this, remember John's also the one who tells us to love God and love your neighbor. See, so so when we start looking at this, when we love God and obey his commands, do we love God? Now, now, what, what's the background? I, I told you all this message is about overcoming. I like to win. All right. So everybody here who likes to win, raise your hand. Okay, everybody. Uh, come on now. No. All right. If you didn't raise your hand, all right, everybody who likes to lose, raise your nobody. Nobody likes to lose. It's a, you know, it's that thing where you say, I'm going to run into this if I don't move it a little bit, Scott. Uh, nobody goes into a, a competitive environment and go, yeah, I'm here to lose. Nobody. I, at least I haven't found them yet. Okay. Most everybody I know when they go into any kind of, uh, uh, competition or a competitive environment, whether it be uh, uh, football, which, you know, I, 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 I tend to be partial to, or, or um, um, uh, what, what, what's, what's out there now? I, I don't watch a lot of the big sports stuff now, but, but um, NASCAR, how many NASCAR fans in the room? Just for the fun of it, okay. All four of us, yeah, oh, five, okay, five of us, right? Right? You know, uh, I used to, Angie was a NASCAR fan and I never was. You know, I didn't like the whole left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn thing. Just, 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 this was not me. And then one Sunday, uh, after we met and were dating, she, uh, 
she, we took, I took a day off and we went to the Atlanta Motor Speedway and we were sitting in the stands and all of a sudden I got into the left turn, left turn, left turn. Man, I was excited and, and, and oh, it was loud. And then, man, yeah. And then, and then we moved up to Maryland and, and I got associated with Raceway Ministries or Racetrack, Raceside, something, some ministry group up there. They invited me to preach at the Dover Speedway for a race one time and gave me tickets, right? Well, Dover Speedway is like racing in a cereal bowl, y'all. It, it, it's sitting on concrete and it's just this big metal thing, you know. And so, and, and I, and by that time, I, I had a, I had a car, not my car, but I had a car I pulled for. Uh, uh, and, and because I'm a simple minded guy, it had to be something I could remember, so I pulled for Bobby. Now, his last name was Labonte, but his first name I could remember, right? So that's who I pulled for. And interstate batteries was not offensive to me. Okay? Right? I wanted to win. I wanted Bobby to win. And, and I'm pulling for him. And, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't go in there going, all right, Bobby, why don't you wreck on the first lap and let's just go into the garage. Nobody does that. I want to win. I want to overcome. I want to be victorious. And so, so, so the baseline of victory in our lives, the foundation of victory in this life is found in Jesus. That's what John's saying. John's saying everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And, and, and we know that we are, that we love God's children or God's children. When we love God and obey his commands, for this is what love for God is, is to keep his commands. I am going to love him so much that I want to please my heavenly daddy. It's not a list of rules. It, it's an attitude. It's a, a heart condition uh, and desire to please the Father. I mean, I never walked around as a kid. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I was not a nice kid. Uh, I was a stinker. And, and, and my mom said to me one time in the sixth grade that um, I lied better than most criminals she had ever heard of. Uh, okay, we'll call that a confession, okay? But she actually said, it scared the daylights out of me when she told me that. She said, Bobby, she said, you frightened me. And I was like, oh, why? I'm a little guy. How can I frighten you? She said, you lie better than most criminals I've ever heard of. And I was like, whoa. It, it, it literally scared me, Right? So, so I think that was probably the, the beginning point of what has become such an incredible uh, uh, sort of principle in my life of integrity. You know, I mean, people say to me, they say, you know, with, Bobby, with you, everything's just black or white. And I go, yeah, no kidding. You know, the world tries to tell us that everything's gray, but it's not. I need to make sure that the motivation of my heart and life, the very foundation I stand on, is to please God. And in so doing, obey my Father's will. 
and his desire for my life. Not mine. Not what I want. Y'all know what? If I get what I want, nine times out of ten, it's going to be bad for you. Just one-on-one. Because wanting what I want is the heart of selfishness and is, is the very beginnings and the roots of sin in the world today. To be self-centered and selfish. You know, I've stomped my feet up here like a child before and said, I want what I want when I want it. Right? I mean, that, that, it, and what do we say? We say, well, that's, that, that's like childish. Well, yes, it's like childish. It's immaturity. And so in Christ, we're supposed to grow up. What God desires for us. That's what this is all about. For this is what love for God is to keep His commands, and His commands are not a burden. He didn't mean, all right, I'm going to give you 613 things that you've got to follow. I'm going to give you one principle, and that is to please the Father. One principle. Because everyone who has been born of God conquers overcomes the world. Everyone who has been born of God conquers, overcomes the world. All right, so here's the thing that you've got to decide and, 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 and God gives us that intellectual at least capacity to, to discern. There are two systems at work here. There is a system... There's a system, an attitude, or whatever you want to call it, that is absolutely, now here you go, it is of the devil. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I'm not speaking specifically about anything except to say that in the world around us, the devil's agenda <laughs> is swirling. It I would say almost from a biblical standpoint in the past, it's kind of been a an undercover hidden sort of thing. And yet today, it is more and more obvious that Satan is at work in the world around us. Now, remember I told y'all uh, on the whole Revelation front when I preached a few messages out of Revelation for you. My dad was the Revelation teacher at my home church growing up. Uh, we had we had very worn out copies of Hal Lindsey books all over my house. You know, late great planet Earth. Satan is alive and well on planet Earth. You know, it's very a lot of prophetic stuff, all that kind of stuff. And, and the pages were all folded and, and worn out and everything because daddy had been through them about a thousand times, right? Uh, and, and that title of that book, Satan is Alive and Well on Planet Earth. Now, I, I'll confess, I've never read the book. Never read it. I mean, it, 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 I, I, I mean, when Daddy was teaching it, I was in middle school. It was just not, you know, required middle school reading at the time. But there was a, a th th there was this sense of denial in parts of of the body of Christ that 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 Satan was somehow, you know, out of the picture. 
that, that at least culturally speaking, in Western civilization, that the body of Christ is the, the prevalent, dominant, whatever. And indeed, what I'm going to share with you today is, is that yes, the body of Christ has victory no matter what's going on in the world around us. Okay? We have victory. This is the victory that has conquered the world, right? We're going to get to that. The victory's there. But don't be deceived. As James would tell us, the devil's like a lion seeking whom he may devour. You know, um, they don't like to put... Um, this stuff on TV quite as much as they used to when I was a kid on the the the, the wild adventures of Mutual of Omaha's Animal Kingdom or whatever that show was when I was a kid, you know, and they sh- they show the lion just just <laughs> ripping into dinner, right? They don't, they don't show that stuff quite as much anymore because they don't they don't want to admit that you know out there in the world, yeah, guess what? Yeah, it, it exists. But but the picture is painted very plainly that Satan is the adversary of God. And therefore, by family adoption, Satan is our adversary and wants us to fail, wants us to lose. Actually, Jesus in his one of the greatest verses, I think, that 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 that, that Jesus spoke in in uh in, in John chapter 10, where he says, The thief, which he's referring to the adversary, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan wants our death. But Jesus has come to give us life. So what is the victory? To overcome the world. What is this victory? To be overcomers, to be winners, right? I'm just going to tell you. You know, when I start looking at, at opportunities, I've had to win. All right, so uh, I, I, when we were in, let's see, um, this must have been up in Maryland. When we were in Maryland, we had a softball team. I confess, at the end of the season, for a couple of seasons in a row, we got the most Christ-like team. Now, do you know why? Because we didn't win a single game in two seasons. So that was sort of like the consolation trophy. Now, I don't like it to be the consolation. I would love to think that our team was the most Christ-like team because we were the most Christ-like. But the truth of it is was we were there to make all the other teams feel better. Right? And I was the pitcher. Man, I, and this was back in the days of, of really slow pitching, so you'd loft that thing. And, and I had to, I had to develop that step where I could go, because them boys would be aiming at you, right? And we'd play ten games and not win a game. It, it, and can I just tell you, we never walked out onto the the softball field going, "All right, guys." Let's lose well. Let's make them feel really good this game. 
Let, let, let's go out here and, and, and uh, you know, if you've got a chance to throw somebody out at first, just drop the ball. You step up to bat, oh, go ahead and swing boldly three times, but make sure you don't connect. We want them to feel good. Nobody ever did that, right? And yet, at the end of the season, we still 0-10, right? So I quit. Because I don't like losing. No, I'm just teasing. I didn't quit because the next, I, I think I pulled a hamstring or something. I couldn't even run. I couldn't walk, much less run. And uh, Jack was our coach. Jack said, Bobby, he said, we're losing a bunch of players because we're not winning. He said, you mind if I bring some guys from work and, and we play? And so they, they, they started weaving in and we wanted to share jesus and be good witnesses and you know and so so they got some players coming in from the outside the next season we won the league now there wasn't anybody from the church on the team <laughs> but we got a trophy y'all what is this victory that God's given us? What is this victory that, folks, not simply that, okay, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for it. We're going to play 10 innings or 9 innings or we're going to play 4 quarters or we're going to do 500 laps or whatever. And, and when I get to the end of it, I'm going to have a victory. Is that the victory that, 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 that John's speaking of? That, that once I, when everything's done, I will overcome the world. That's not the victory that John's talking about. John's talking about that every day as we walk and talk and make it our lives just, just absolute ambition is to please God, to honor God, to, to exalt Him. You see, we are everyday overcomers. We are everyday conquerors see that everyone who has been born of God conquers the world this is the victory that has conquered the world our faith this is the victory our faith you see so so whatever is 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 upside down around you and guess what the world's upside down y'all I'll just go ahead and tell y'all, I don't isolate well. This I know. Uh, and so, you know, I could never be a criminal for fear of being locked up. Just so y'all know. Man, that, that, oh. Don't put me in a little space like this. You know, I can't even stand here for an hour. You see, there is, there, there's plenty of adversity in the world around us. Some of it's physical adversity. There, there's illness out there. I'm not going to deny it. Uh, there, 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 there's, there's stuff going on in the world around us. Um, there's, there's adversity emotionally. I'll just tell you all, last Sunday morning, I'm sitting on my fancy recliner that's got three motors in it. You know? And I'm watching you guys. I can't see you because camera only does from like right here. 
And I, I, I was broken last Sunday morning. I was sitting there on that couch. I was like, and I even told Angie, I said, Angie, I'm not having a good morning. Now, Kyle did a wonderful job preaching, you know. Uh, Nick, Jordan, week before, Scott and Nick and, who was it, Scott and Nick? Nick preached the first one, Scott preached the next two. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row. I, I, I wasn't here. But last Sunday, I was just, just, oh, the weight of I was like, God, this is not normal. I'm not dealing well with it. Angie, as faithful as ever, just prayed for me. She just started praying, just praying for me. And so, and so as we went through that day, it was like, there is adversity. There is a physical adversity out there. There is an emotional adversity out there. There, there is cultural adversity against God's children, against those who obey and follow God. It, it shows up in things like, like the politics. It shows up in things like, like media agenda. It shows up in things like advertising. Man, oh, if I have to see another commercial in my life, it'll be too soon. Right? There is an adversity out there. there. There's an educational adversity out there. There, 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 there. there is opposition to God's purpose, plan, and desire for your life. But know this. In our faith, we have victory over all opposition, over all adversity. Okay, we win. Not just when when I stand at the at the gate, right? Not to, not just when I get to the pearlies. We win today. We win right now. Doesn't mean the adversity's not there, y'all. Doesn't mean the opposition isn't there. It means we win. I didn't come to this game to lose. Okay. Last verse. Who is the one who conquers? Who is the one who overcomes the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? The one who believes that Jesus is who he says he is. The one who believes that Jesus, past, present, future, is God and the Son of God. Do you see that? Man, you get up in the morning. Can I just go ahead and warn you? You might get up tomorrow morning and the stock market be in the tank. Guess what you can know? Jesus is still Son of God. You, you, you might get up tomorrow morning and, and, and be as sick as I felt two weeks ago. Right? Guess what? Jesus is still the Son of God. You might get up tomorrow morning and dare I say anything political. You might get up tomorrow morning and 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 I'm sorry, but it's going to come out because I can't get it out of my head now. 
You might get up tomorrow morning and Marxism have won the day. But can I just tell you something? Jesus is still the Son of God. And I still win, and so do you. We win. Okay? That is more than just a pie in the sky and a sweet by and by. That is an every day, every moment of every day, victorious, winning, overcoming, conquering because of Jesus Christ in our lives. Can I just tell y'all something? (laughs) I've been waiting to preach that for at least two Sundays. You see? We win. I don't care about the latest post on Facebook. I, I don't care about the latest debate going on in the in the halls of power, or the greatest or the or the latest theories being bandied about in the in the the ivory towers of education. I don't care because the same truth that existed when God said let there be is the same truth that we live today in victory. See, we win. We win. I love it. We win. And I don't ever want to let the oppression of the adversary. You know, take any of the shine off of the winning trophy that God's given us. Okay? We win. We're going to close in prayer. There's not. We're not going to do a final song because we are going to wipe the doors and spray the chairs and stuff. So, glad you've been here. No, I'm, I take that back. I'm not nearly as glad that you're here as I am glad that I'm here. Now, that is totally selfish, and I know it. The man sitting on my recliner last week was so foreign to me. You know? And and so I'm glad that we can celebrate Jesus together, y'all. I'm so grateful that he has overcome And he has made us overcomers. Pray with me. God, thank you for this day. God, a day that, oh, we just celebrate you. You have loved us and cared for us. And God, you still do. And God, even at those low moments when when we would would feel um, discouraged or or somehow how oppressed or or in some way just the heaviness because of all the 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 things going on around us god let us take that glimmer that bright and shining light that is jesus in our lives and god help us to live it boldly and victoriously and god help us to proclaim it not just not just on a sunday or or in a bible study or in a prayer group or something but god let us live it boldly 
in a world that needs to know the hope that we have in Jesus. Because we win. We win. God, thank you for making us winners. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.